ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to the penultimate Chips and Bits podcast. I'm your host, Kenny Myers, and with me as always is my dearest, closest uh, lover, Matthew Anderson. And it's like torture every time. The lover or the... Both. The the dearest and closest. (laughs) You never complain about the closest before. That's true. So today we are going to talk about um, Rise, Son of Rome. That pauses, of course, because of the colon. The colon, yeah. Yeah, which is mandatory for games these days. Yep. And uh, it should be a pretty decent one. But first, before we jump in, uh, we should probably cue the theme song really quick here. So hold on, let me get this out of the way. so good so good man i just wish we could play it all the time well just we, not we podcast. could we could just not podcast <laughs> that's kind of my dream so uh real quick it's a new year it's actually just fresh fresher new year mm. uh being as it's the first monday of the month yeah uh of january 2014 and we're all just getting adjusted to writing the one four instead of the one three i haven't had to write it yet no but it's coming it is and that day you'll it'll greet you soon mm-hmm so Matt, real quick, before we get started talking about Rise, Son of Rome, um, what was your best game for 2013? Give us two. Well, I don't know, because you I beat su- XCOM. That's supposedly a 2012 I can't use game. XCOM. But there's two. Other, just say two other games you really loved. Uh, the other two games that would be in my top three would be The Last of Us mm-hmm. and Tomb Raider. Well, for me, it would be Tomb Raider and Bioshock Infinite. Oh God. So. We, uh, we find ourselves in a good point. Actually, I don't think I would put Bioshock Infinite as close as some other games. Brothers was pretty awesome. Brothers was great, yep. It's pretty beautiful. But what about all your like, Nintendo-y games that you loved? Oh, man. But those games came out like a year ago or so before. Uh, but Super Mario 3D Land for 3DS was phenomenal. It was was, was XCOM really 2012? It really was. September 2012. And you still haven't played it? Nope. Ugh. I'm going to play it soon. What a horrible friend you are. All right. Enough about all these great games. So by Tomb Raider is essentially what we're... What there you go. Just, yeah. Definitely agree on that. That's great. And if you really like Uncharted, by Last of Us. So, and if you really hate life, by Bioshock. <laughs> I'll let that one slide. Uh, uh, you stopped me. You literally... I just ah, paused. I just paused ah, with anger. That victory. was an anger pause. I was trying to think, how could I be mean to him about Last of Us? But well, nothing if, is meaner than If you finish XCOM and we podcast about it next month, That's we'll true. be saying by XCOM, too. All right. I'm, I'm so, that confident. Enough of this. Enough of this nonsense about other games. We Ooh. have a format and we stick to it. We sure do. And so, let's talk about Rise, Son of Rome. Or as I like to call it, Boring, Son of Boring. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, here's something about Rise, Son of Rome. It's an Xbox One game. It is. It's an X-Bone yeah, it's an X-Bone game. It's, yeah. it's the first, uh, what, they still call it next-gen? What do they call it? It is next-gen. Okay. Cur- new current-gen, next-gen. It's the first next-gen game we're reviewing. Right. 
which is great. Well, I played Tomb Raider on PC. That was really nice. Well, you don't get to count PC. Okay. PC isn't a gen. PC is, 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 is its, it's own, its own gen universe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, but it's the first Xbox, Xbone, or PlayStation 4 game that we're reviewing. So yep. it, it's special in that way. Um, special because of the required mental capacity to design an interface for the Xbox? No, special because it's kind of like an uh, a, a interesting way that we can both flaunt the fact that we both obviously have Xbox Ones. Right. Uh, when some people don't. Well, I was in order just trying to play to, this game. I was just trying to make the joke that the people who designed the Xbox user interfaces were idiots. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's another podcast. Yeah. But so uh No, it's not. It's it's this podcast. So leading up to <laughs> the Xbone uh, yes. release, you know, you're always having it's always difficult to decide which games you want to buy and play. Which launch title is going to yeah. disappoint which you? Which launch title would you like to be disappointed by? Um, really the only time ever that I can think of not being disappointed is when I got SSX for the PlayStation 2 launch. I mean, SSX was kind of like just out of nowhere and really impressed me, but every other time there's been a launch, there's kind of like this big lull until they launch the good stuff. So all the reviews that I read kind of leading up to the X-Bone launch were like, so Rise looks really good. It's also kind of boring. I was like, hmm, well, it looks like something I want to play. And here's the reason why. Because it looks like Batman combat. Ooh, I got to go back and watch those trailers. So it looks like, I, so I was like, it looks like I'm just doing a lot of Batman style countering and comboing. And I'm a Roman, you know, fighter. Yeah, you are, buddy. And that sounds great to me, even if it's short, even if it only looks good. Uh, but I was concerned that it was going to suck. But that's kind of what it was. It's kind of all it was. Well, it definitely wasn't Batman. No, because no. it doesn't have any of the other cool Batman stuff that come along with it. No, it definitely was boring. So if you were looking forward to something boring, then that would be... The more I think about this game, the more I, just, um, the more I do not like it. Huh. And I'm sad that I spent time on it. I didn't, it really didn't bother me. Like I, I've, I played through it and I went into it thinking, I hope this is just a whole bunch of Batman style combat and looks great and makes me feel good about buying an Xbox one. Yeah. And that's pretty much what it did. Uh, it didn't make me feel good about buying an Xbox one because that was not a $60 game. That was like a $15 game. Well, so was Bioshock Infinite, but you know, we sometimes pay full price for games. If that you're going to keep us. twisting a dagger in my side. You can right. at least be a gentleman and point it out beforehand that you're right. going to do it. All right, we'll be done. Yeah. But, um, well, yeah, again, it, there's, launch titles are always a disappointment in one way or another. No, not not back in the old days. Not yes. Super Mario World, man. Okay, well, okay, that's true. <laughs> yeah. But even think of just like, if you think of Super Mario and Duck Hunt, it's like, it's impossible to kind of go back and reflect on those Import that, that far back. Yeah. Because at that point in time, anything on a TV would have blown your mind. That's not true. It is true. That is so not true. They could have packaged any uh, any of the original like 12 Nintendo games that were kind of like sold and interesting in with the system. And you would have been like, this is the best game ever. Not true. Sure. First of all, Super Mario World was a fantastic game. It was. Second off, did you know that you could actually have a second player control the ducks in Duck Hunt? No. Yeah, yeah. That was literally something you could do. You could have player two take the controller and control the ducks. 
Really? I had no idea. Huh. Yeah. Third, Rise Son of Ronan was a piece of shit. It was a beautiful <laughs> piece of shit. And I, uh, visuals are usually, sometimes usually enough to carry me. Visuals are a really good story. The story was okay. I kind of figured it out in the beginning. It was like the, the minute, the story is essentially of one of Roman vengeance, mm. Roman revenge. Uh, yeah. And the minute that you're in the room with the, uh, um, with the Nero. Emperor. Yeah, Nero. with Emperor Nero. Pizza, and he pizza. goes, he goes, let me tell you my story. I'm like, ah, he's going to be the guy killing him. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, the minute they, they say something like that, you're like, why would he go into a backstory with the Emperor unless he was going to do something to him? Right, right. So, I liked certain aspects of the game. Um, in particular, probably one of the cooler things for me was um, the giant battle sequences. They had these, like, siege, this beach siege sequence that I thought was really interesting. Mm-hmm. And then the first level is always impressive the first level in most games is always impressive it seems to be the one that everyone spends the most time polishing like the bureau like XCOM. yeah yeah it's just always well that's an area that's a whole different thing and darksiders 2 let's be clear what you're talking about um but uh one of the next jenny things that happened uh that i thought was really cool was i was in this giant battle and then i was yelling battle commands at the xbox one or the xbone which I didn't even know you could do. No, but you're like you're like attacking someone, then you're like fire volley, and then you see arrows fly through the air, and that was yeah. really fun. And I really wish like that there was a better game built around mechanics like that. Um, and although it did come up later, it it still was just kind of a slow pace, kind of boring game with a lot of like middle sections that just weren't really that interesting. Hmm. Yeah, there's. I mean, so okay. There's the, there's not. There's no substance whatsoever in in the game at all. So I, I can totally admit that, right? And there's tons of things that are wrong with it. Like, the, the main thing is that it's a fighting... It's a hack and slash game. Right. Uh, based on... A count- very slow hack and slash. Yeah. It's based on countering quick time events. Right. And you do these brutal, you know, executions of people where you cut off all their limbs and their heads and you stab them and you do all this funny stuff. Which never got too i mean it was a little repetitive but it wasn't terrible it just was it wasn't terrible but once it got to the place where it could have been repetitive and you started paying a little bit closer attention to the actual what you were doing yeah it was very unrealistic and i don't mean that from the sense of like well it's not really realistic that you could chop off you know both arms of a guy and you'd still be standing there trying to kill you but they went to the trouble of making it look so realistic until you actually cut off a guy's arm and then it just like there was no, there wasn't a whole lot of blood spatter. Right. It was just sort of like. There's some bone though. But like, kind of like, you know, ribeye steak cartoon bone. Right. Kind of coming out. And it was like, that kind of seems weird. I yeah. don't know why they did that. Um, what else? To your point, the story is like about as cliche as you can get. Right. You could predict the whole thing from the beginning. Like, I could, unlike most games, lay out a whole line of things. Yeah. That are poor about this game and there's a lot there's a lot of them but unlike other games i'd get to the end of that line and be like so don't buy it like it's horrible yeah and i'd still say probably don't buy rise i'd to, say to your point for the get 60 dollars box live gold membership and when it comes up free in about five months then totally play it when no you got here's, a free here's the thing here's the thing if you want to buy an xbox one game launch game right now before any of the really good ones come out you just have to have something to like feel impressed by your xbox with by peg and or <laughs> Pe- 
Peggle too is so good. It's really good. It's really good. It's really funny too. We should podcast about that one. We've talked about it. Okay. Tell us what you think. Uh, Wait, who are you telling to tell? I'm them? telling the our our avid listeners. Vote vote if for we, whether we should we podcast about Peggle now? Yeah, you're gonna add that tomorrow. Oh, good. Yeah. Um. So I lost where I was. Oh, so my caveat was gonna be, so, unless you want to like feel impressed with the hardware, or you really, 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 I guess like me and not so much like Kenny, enjoy just. The Batman combat system. That's not... I love the Batman combat system. That is not the Batman combat system. It's close, though. It's fun like the Batman it's, combat system it, is. It borrows some ideas from it, but it misses out on all the nuances of that. Make it so wonderful. Well, no. The, the Batman stuff is clever in its own right and way better than this. No, Don't get me the wrong. The Batman stuff moves at a much faster pace. It certainly does. And it's much easier to like take out a group of guys than it is in Rise. Right. Son of Rome. Because it's about taking out bad guys. The, right. the Rise version of that is about this epic, I'm really killing people. Batman's not killing anybody. No. He's just Although, stunning them. Although arguably he kind of is killing He's them. stunning them, Kenny. Right. They're all stunned. Right? So it's quick, fast, nimble. Like, yeah, it's fun. So it's great. And it's way better. I mean, it's way better than the Rise one. I'm just saying the Rise borrows elements of that. And they're, the, they're fun elements. And if you just want to sit in front of your TV and be impressed with visuals for six to eight hours then watch inception <laughs> god damn it and follow it with uh the dark knight so all right let me switch gears a little bit here let's talk about something that was that i thought was really great okay uh, and that was you're playing this really uh predictable somewhat boring story very straight line game it's nice looking that's nice looking yeah you know? uh, and then all of a sudden out of the middle of nowhere they just like throw you in this gladiator arena and the Colosseum. Have, the Colosseum. Oh and have, man, that was the best you part have to of the prove game. Prove yourself, and and the it, the game style changed. Uh, what you had to do to get out of there changed. You yep. weren't sure if this was the end of the game or not. It was very like compelling all of a sudden. You know, it's funny. The best storytelling in the game, the most fun story part was when they were recounting the previous story part right. that you had participated in in the Colosseum with like terrible props and yeah. set pieces yeah. and stuff. Uh huh. That was way more fun. That was almost like a little big planet style. It was. Coliseum game where you chop off people's limbs instead yeah. of be Sackboy. Yeah, it's, it's like a little mini game. Yeah. Uh, you know, in, in the rest of the other game. And that was the multiplayer. Part of the reason why I brought that up because I still haven't gotten Kane to play multiplayer with no, me. No. But that's what it is. It's, it's, that, it's that tiny little awesome mini game from the single player campaign. Co-op and in all the different environments. You just keep doing that. Too much time has passed. Whatever. I've got other games I want to play. That's Whatever. just like so much time to spend on a game that I was okay with. Yeah. And it is hard because like I'm not, I didn't love this game by any you stretch of the imagination. You played it so much though. I think you played it much more than most people will ever play that game. No, I don't think so. Well, including your multiplayer stuff? Yeah, because like I was playing with people who I don't even know how they had that much time to get to the level they were at. Okay, I mean... so you and Microsoft employees <laughs> were playing that game for much more than than uh than most people i think would play it for it's just it was one of those games i hadn't built my new computer yet yeah so he's got a computer that's going to open a lot of doors for us yeah yeah um so i you know i i got both the xbox one and the playstation 4 and the games on the playstation 4 there were much better launch titles that i was playing on the playstation 4 and i played those way more than this yeah so i just i it was launch week i was really excited i was playing i was i was yeah 
a lot of hours on a lot of games. Yeah. So it definitely got more attention than it would have had it come out at any other time. But I didn't. I wasn't playing it because I was in love with it. I was playing it because you know it's a launch game and I want to be playing video games and it's fun. Right. So it was enjoyable. It was just an. It was just a an okay game. It's not great. I'm just saying there's still a brief window of time here where I would still recommend it to certain people because we're still in the launch window and there aren't a lot of great games to go and play right now. Yeah, well, I hear Dead Rising 3 is pretty good. The demo was pretty fun. I think, see, for me, that's like, that's kind of the thing. I would never play Dead Rising 3 and I would never like it because I've played the other Dead Risings and I know that style of game and it's just not my thing. Right. But I feel like Rise is to that the, with the batman mechanic because i like the batman well, stuff so i would then I feel like this. embarrassed doing a podcast with you if you start recommending rise son of rome to people right i'm not recommending it to people yeah, I'm rec- i would recommend it to certain individuals mm, even then i would be like well i mean you could play rise son of rome on your new xbox one or you could play something cooler on your playstation 3. well i don't know man you're gonna have to be embarrassed then because i would i would recommend it to a small group of people well, I am embarrassed now, Matthew. Sorry. Shame on you. And let me point out, by the way, that I recommended it to you. You started playing it and you were like, this is great. And then you played it all the way through. I told you uh, I told you that I, as I've gotten farther away from it, I dislike it more and more. Yes. That, I think, coincides per- per- like perfectly with my story. I, it does. I'm just... I'm just pointing out that that happened. I think it's because I played so many really great games around it. Like, I just played, like, so many good games that I was just like, this is this is shit. Like, even Thomas Was Alone, which is literally cubes on a screen, <laughs> was way more interesting than that that game ever was. I'm try- I was trying to think, because at, uh, over dinner this evening, I was trying to think of a good over dinner this movie that we could dinner. use as a movie metaphor. Because we talked about this being the equivalent... Yeah, the Abbey. We talked about it being an, the equivalent of a popcorn movie, you know, like a, oh, yeah. a summer blockbuster popcorn movie. Right. Where there's not a lot of substance. And if you had to say, is it a good movie or not? You'd say, well, no, it's not a good movie. Yeah. But it's a good popcorn movie, right? But I don't see this... I didn't think Rise was as bad as Transformers, as far as popcorn movies go. Which one? The original? Uh, any of the, the ones one? other than the original. Or the third one. The second and the third. I didn't the think it was The second one bad. was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. So I didn't think it was bad as the second or the third. The right? third one was enjoyable. But it's not as good as the original X-Men. So what? So here's the thing. Here's the thing. So what? what's our bar for popcorn movie? We talked Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park is like the supreme popcorn Oh, yeah, movie. yeah. That's not even... So here's the thing. So okay. What was the most recent X-Men that had... That was the young X-Men? The first X-Men class Origins. Or... First class. First yeah. class. That's what I think this game is. I think this game is X-Men First Class. No, but that would assume that it has a little bit of promise. I don't think it has a lot of promise. What do you mean? I, like, I don't see Rise, Son of Rome's sequel being like some sort of great future video game. X-Men First I don't think Class, there's going to be a sequel. You watch X-Men First Class, and you're like, oh man, I mean, this was definitely a good start of something. I think that if you don't take it as a sequel, but you think of it as a... A source of technology and or what developers like Crytek are going to do with those types of games and what can come next in a different game that's not any, right now, any more fucking Rise, Son of Rome. Yeah. Because you can't do that. Like, don't do that again, please. Yawning or? No, no, no. Don't make Rise. Don't make the Rise sequel. Don't do that. I'm do sorry. something else. I'm sorry. Rise? <sighs> Son of Rome. Ah, oh, there it is. Don't make the sequel to that, right? Right. But, there's potential from the standpoint that it, it does show showcase fairly well what you could do if you knew what you were doing and wanted to make a game that wasn't Rise, sure, Son of Rome, 
right? In the same way that X-Men First Class. Yeah. Anyways. What we call a $60 promise. Yeah. It shouldn't have been $60. It should not have been $60. Like, I, I agree with you on all fronts up until the point where it's there's nobody that should play this game. There are definitely a select group of people that would enjoy playing this game. So it's just not a lot of people. all other games on all your other systems that you needed to play, and you have six hours to kill. And uh, it's not, you know, it's not March of 2014 where uh, Infamous 3s come out. Right. Then yes, sure, but sm- play but, this game. But here's the thing. You're not taking into consideration. You have an incredibly powerful computer. You have an Xbox One and a PlayStation 4. Right. right? You are like a kid in a candy shop, just like sure. me. Okay? Yeah. But some kids only got an Xbox One from their parents at Christmas time. Yeah. That's all they got. That's all they could afford or whatever it was, right? They don't yeah. have a super fast. So they've got Xbox. Where right. are they going to play it, right? So Peggle 2, right? They should play that. They're going to be done with that really quick. Right. What if they're not a racing fan? They're not going to get Forza. Right. So if that's you, then you'll enjoy Rise probably. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. Are we doing this for the kids? Is that why? Yes. Is that what we're doing? We're doing this podcast for the kids. Don't you know that like our audience? The, 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 the some, average gamer is 30 years old. There's some fucking kids in there, right? <laughs> like, do it for the children. The average gamer is 30 years old. Like, it's... We do do this podcast for the kids. I know some guys that listen to this podcast uh-huh. that have kids. You do? Yeah, they I, have kids. I'm just so, happy to hear that we have some people listen to this yeah, podcast. I, I can think of one in particular that, you know, would be concerned with their budget to the point where they would only buy one system and not both like you and I did. That's, and that they don't have a computer as well. That makes sense. In that case, uh, don't buy an Xbox One. <laughs> just buy a PlayStation 4 and get Assassin's Creed 4. I mean, that's it. That's actually true. Yeah. <laughs> PlayStation 4 has like, you just, I just using, it's laughable how much better and simpler and easier to use the PlayStation 4 is compared to the X-Bone. So far. Pro- true. Prob- I mean, probably this for is a the while. beginning and probably no doubt that the software will eventually catch up. But if this is their starting positions and this is their intent, then man, I mean, Sony's going to really have to screw up. I'm sure they'll screw up eventually, but they're going to really have to screw up to really. So are we saying that our our quick review of Rise, Son, Son of, of Rome, Rome, is that you should buy a PlayStation 4? <laughs> yeah, I think so. We had way more fun playing the DC superhero battler on PlayStation uh, 4. We really did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Although Pickle 2. Pickle 2 is so good. But, you know, just wait two months when it comes out on iOS. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. So there we go. Yeah, that's you know, it. I liked playing it. That's you know, all I can say. That's all I can say to defend there Rise. Were, of Rome. There were a lot. There were a lot of ideas in it that were really cool. Mm-hmm. Just like the bureau, there were a lot of ideas. It it's wasn't not as, as bad as, as the bureau. The bureau. It is not as bad. It's as at that. least solid. I mean, yeah. all the way through. There's not any. I didn't encounter any bugs. It was like really. Mm-hmm well done it just wasn't interesting it just wasn't compelling yeah it's very well the it's shallow that's yeah where the bureau is overcomplicated and really shitty yeah this just is shallow and you wish that there was something else there for you to grab onto and there's not and like there's, a giraffe scene mm, oh yeah they even even won kenny over with that one yeah <laughs> that was the last of us for those of you who don't know they know they listen to the podcast they do they listen to every episode of the podcast and they're little kids so they have good memories i have a feeling that people will listen to this one more because no one will want to play rise Son of rome <laughs> and people who don't want to be spoiled by the game uh, usually there's nothing avoid to podcasts. spoil right 
that's the great thing about this game is that the spoiler is you're a gladiator and you kill people. Yeah. Well, you're not that, a gladiator. Well, you know, what, you're a Roman soldier. Yeah, sorry. You're a Roman soldier and you, yeah, cut people's limbs off. And and then eventually the emperor mm-hmm. and yourself. Yeah. Uh, gladiator. Yeah. That's the plot of Gladiator. I like the little thing at the end, too. Did you like the ending? I like the, the movie little, Gladiator. Did you like the little, the like forced quick time, like consecutive no. quick time thing? Where no, you had it, to... it would have been fine if it were twice like if i was walking down that hall twice if it wasn't seven times so you you want to know what actually now that now that i say that what i just remembered i got through three of them yeah and then got stabbed and killed (laughs) and then i was like wow that was great and i texted you the ending's really cool yeah and then i played it again and got past further than i did before and then it turned into 20 of the quick time events and then i didn't feel like it was as good you didn't as... correct yourself <laughs> i didn't though. correct it no yeah. no i just left it out there that's interesting because i thought that uh i was surprised you saw, thought that was really cool but i was mm-hmm. like well who knows what makes matt tick mm-hmm. who yeah. knows i'm an enigma You're wrapped ra- in rise ra- of rome wrapped inside of a colon <laughs> or a there's colon. so much room in there in that pause yeah, yeah yeah there's so much space to breathe in yeah in all those games hmm all right. Well, that's it for today's Chips and Bits podcast for this month's Chips and Bits podcast. Excuse yep. me. I uh, hope you all have a good January, a good new year. And uh, once again, I'm Kenny Myers. And I'm Matthew Anderson. And uh, that's the end of the podcast. Wonderful. You don't think that's a good phrase? No. Try again. This is the conclusion of the event. No. I'm not feeling it. And with that bombshell. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Thanks for listening.